Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt. Monday, February 21st edition of the program. We have the CDC admits to hiding data from the American people about COVID vaccinations and all the rest of it. Not a surprise to me. The CDC is awful, but we will break this down for you. Reporting the New York Times, by the way. We've also got the prospect, the imminent prospect of war in Ukraine. What is Putin trying to accomplish here and what is the Biden regime going to do about it? And then, of course, they started breaking down the protest over the weekend. Police sent in in Ottawa. We'll talk in just a moment about the truckers. What is the lesson here, if anything, about what has happened in Ottawa thus far and where should we go from here? We will get into all of that in just a moment. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. It's month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi, that's B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash Buck. Now, friends, let's dive into the situation of the truckers. The police in Ottawa sent in a lot of really disturbing video of men with tactical gear on and uh, and assault rifles or whatever. Doesn't matter. Long guns who are pointing them at these truckers in their trucks who haven't done anything to anybody that is violent. There's no threat to the public from these individuals, but people who look like they're dressed for the raid on Osama bin Laden's hideout in Abbottabad uh, in, in Canada here are going after the truckers and have arrested over the weekend. They went in on 70, uh, on Saturday, 170 people arrested, 46 vehicles removed, and they've set up more and more checkpoints. So they're squeezing out, the Ottawa police are squeezing out the remaining Uh, truckers let's just understand what we've seen here is that all these smug pronoun announcing liberals who pretend that they care so much about humanity and being kind and helping people through climate change fighting or whatever they will the moment that you don't do what they want they will call in men with guns and batons to attack even for something as stupid as a vaccine mandate that as we see has failed failed okay the vaccine mandate as a policy to stop the spread of covid we went through a massive covid season this country canada okay omicron ripped through places with very high vaccination rates canada is a very highly vaccinated country my friends 95 percent of the truckers are vaccinated this was a protest against the tyrannical mindset of the government and the apparatus of control including the media the uh, financial and social elites in Canada and here in America who are just non-responsive to reality. I mean, after a while, you have to look and see what's going on and say to yourself, what the heck is going on here? What are they doing? 
What do they think they are achieving? It's appalling, appalling that they just at this point want you to comply. This is about compliance. Bend the knee. The government has the power to do what it will with you. And if you try to fight back against that, they will arrest you. They will seize your bank accounts. If you even try to help people who are peacefully protesting against it, they will arrest you. They will shut down your business. They will shut down your bank accounts. It is awful, absolutely awful what has been done here. Justin Trudeau is a petty tyrant and a tin pot dictator of sorts in Canada. And we've all seen this. And in many ways, he is representative of this managerial elite in, and a progressive managerial elite at that, where he's a guy who doesn't know how to do anything. He adds no value other than mouthing the preferred slogans of the left and trying to dictate every aspect of life to you and everybody else if you live in Canada. That's the whole point. That's the whole purpose. It's power and the will to power. That is the reality that we see here of what has happened in Canada. I, I just got to tell you, I am so uh, proud of what the truckers, even to this point, have accomplished. I think they were standing for something that all of us can rally behind, which is basic human freedom, an end to tyranny, an end to mandates. But let's just take a moment to realize did not work, did not get it done at all, okay? The, the mandates were supposed to stop the spread. The mandates were not about individual protection. Individual protection is a decision you can make for yourself. That would be basic medical freedom. And as I've said a million times before on this show, on the Clay and Buck show, you should absolutely uh, get, in my mind, the shot if you're 65 and up, if you're at high risk, just because... COVID is dangerous to people who are at high risk at high risk from a bad COVID outcome. So now should notice is not the same thing as must. But in Canada, the U.S. and so many other countries, it became must. And when we said why, they said, well, because it'll stop other people. You're a threat to other people. Oh, well, Omicron just made a mockery of their whole argument. And they don't want you. They don't want anyone to look at this and say, wow, the people in charge here in this government are a bunch of morons and tyrants. And they don't hold themselves accountable when they're wrong. They don't change based upon the data. They would just rather tell everyone to shut up and do what they're told. Well, I say no. I say that's a problem. Um, and then that brings me to where we are. I'm going to get into the CDC in a moment here. But let me first just point out masking children in schools. I, I had never heard anyone refer to it as child abuse before I said it on the Clan Buck show. Now it's caught up caught on everywhere people are calling it child abuse great great I'm, I'm trying to push for the truth i'm trying to help with our side with the movement i'm i'm not in the business of walking around and saying oh i said something first who cares it is child abuse it's appalling what has been done to children in schools that are still masking kids up i'm down here in florida as i'm doing this podcast right now and it's just amazing people walking around and COVID is effectively over here. I mean, it has been for a long time, but the only place you have to deal with it is transportation idiocy. So Uber, a left-wing lunatic company, and, and Lyft, and you know, if you go on a plane, obviously, and that's where you have to mask up. But short of that, and even some of the Uber drivers, God bless them, they're like, I'm not, you're not masking up. You don't have to worry about that. That's crap, right? So here I am. I'm going to go back to New York at the end of this, and there's still going to be lunatics 
asking for my vaccine passport in restaurants. It's disgusting. These people are morons. I am angry at them. I hold them in contempt because they were wrong, they were vicious, and now they will not face the reality. They do not want to face the consequences, and they absolutely should. Even, even Bill Maher, who is a man of the left, but he does have some streaks of a classical liberal in him, or at least a liberal from 20 or 30 years ago, perhaps, he still does believe in some individual liberties, and he recognizes that what's going on with the masking of kids in schools is sheer idiocy, and it is child abuse, and it's stupid. It's bad for the kids. The adults who are doing it are wrong. Here he is on his show. Play clip five. What do you think about the masks with the kids? Is it not time to chuck that? Having a five-year-old in school right now, I would like to see them go. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't need them. Kids, I mean, kids are the least vulnerable. And, I, I mean, to make these little children into, into Howie Mandel's is what you're doing. <laughs> no, it's true. You're creating a generation of Howie Mandel's, of little germ-paranoid munchkins. Germ-paranoid munchkins. He's right, because this is going to affect the way children live their lives for a long time going forward. This is going to affect the way that they view the world around them and adults and whether they can trust them. And that then brings me to this piece in, I mean, I think this is a, a good transition point, this piece in the New York Times. I mean, I read this and initially I just thought to myself, How many more times do I have to be right? How many more times do I get to see this situation play out and recognize that what I've been saying all along is true? And then we just move past it. And the people that have been criticizing folks like me, they pretend that this isn't the case. Let me just read you the headlines. You get a sense where we are here. The CDC isn't publishing large portion of the COVID data it collects. The agency has withheld critical data on boosters, hospitalizations, and until recently, wastewater analyses. Let's just understand what this is telling you. The CDC is withholding data from the public that it has about a pandemic. Now think about what this means. How can there be any accountability for the decisions of the pandemic made during the pandemic, the response to the pandemic, how can there be any accountability for that? If, in fact, we don't even know what the raw data is, then we're just relying on them to tell us. I mean, imagine you're running a company and instead of publishing your earnings report, as you're required to do, if you're a public company, you say, yeah, just trust us. We had a great year. I'm not going to show you the accounting. I'm not going to show you the numbers. We had a great year. Don't worry about it. Shut up. That's effectively what's going on right now, has been going on with the CDC for the whole time. It's not recent. The whole time. Here is the New York Times telling you what I've been telling you. How many times have you heard me say, either on this podcast or on my radio show with Clay, how many times have you heard me say, we're going to find out that the hospitalization data is very different from what they told us, that we're going to find out a lot about the vaccines in the future will be different in terms of the efficacy than what they told us, but they're holding it back and they're holding it back. You know why? They're saying they're holding it back because if we saw the real numbers, we wouldn't comply. What does that tell you about what's going on here? Friends, this is the New York Times. 
which wasn't long ago throwing me in some lunatic, you know, uh, hit piece because I talked about one medical phenomenon that was under discussion at one point in time. And these people are evil, evil. You know, um, the CDC isn't publishing large portions of the COVID data it collects. That is the headline. Why? That is completely and utterly inexcusable. I mean, if we were in a major war and they refer to COVID and the pandemic as a war a lot, you imagine if the government said, we're just not going to tell you what the casualty figures are. You're not allowed to know, American people. How can anyone judge whether we're making good decisions or not if we don't have that, if we don't have that information? Why should we trust Fauci? Fauci says that he lies on purpose for our own good. He said it about masks in the past. Why would anyone believe him now? Why would anyone believe Walensky? These are Biden appointees in the case of Walensky and some of the other top health officials. That guy, um, the one who just came down with COVID, the Surgeon General, Murthy. Or Mur- uh, yeah, Murthy. Uh, they're Biden appointees. They, they work for the White House. Now, I know the whole federal government, in a sense, or the whole executive branch works for the White House. But when you're an appointee, you're doing the president's bidding pretty much. That's how it goes. So you look at this now and you say, well, hold on a second. Well, why? How could anyone be OK with this? How could anyone say, you know what? The CDC is hiding data from us, hiding information from us. And that's a good thing. It's appalling, appalling that this has happened. And here you go. When the CDC published the first significant data on the effectiveness of boosters in young adults, uh, in adults younger than 65 two weeks ago, it left out the numbers for a huge portion of that population, 18 to 49 year olds the group least likely to benefit from extra shots because the first two doses already left them well-protected. Folks, they wanted to make everyone get boosters, even though their own data showed that a huge portion, tens of millions of people, did not need boosters. This is what what the actual reality of the CDC is. They were hiding it because they can't show any benefit which is the problem they ran into. Why are they making people get the shot? Here we go. The agency recently, these are quotes. The agency recently debuted a dashboard of wastewater data on its website that will be updated daily and might provide early signals of an oncoming surge of COVID cases. Some states and localities had been sharing wastewater information with the agency since the start of the pandemic, but had never before released those findings. Two full years in the pandemic, the agency leading the country's response to the health emergency has published only a tiny fraction of the data it has collected. Much of the withheld information could help state and local health officials better target their efforts to bring the virus under control. Detailed, timely data on hospitalizations by age and race would help health officials identify and help the populations at highest risk. Information on hospitalizations and death by age and vaccination status would have helped inform whether healthy adults needed booster shots. And wastewater surveillance across the nation would spot outbreaks and emerging variants early. Without the booster data for 18 to 49-year-olds, the outside experts whom federal health agencies look to for advice had to rely on numbers from Israel to make their recommendations on the shots. Had to rely on Israeli data, but the CDC has this data, but they're not going to release the data, so we rely on Israeli data. Think about what you are being told here. CDC has been lying to you. The CDC has been abusing the trust of the American people. This is a massive, massive scandal. 
And it just goes to show those of us who have been contemptuous, and I, I have said I'm an anti-mask zealot, I'm an anti-Fauciite, I think these people are the absolute worst. The CDC deserves your scorn. I, I'm trying to tell everybody right now, if we do not demand accountability, if we let all the anger at the lies and the stupid policies fade, yeah, sure, you'll, you'll be fine wherever you are this summer. You're going to be masked up on a plane this summer, but it'll feel pretty fine across the country. They're going to do this again. Even if it doesn't, even if we don't have a super uh, intense COVID season, they're going to do it again because they like using this as not just a, a power grab in a general sense. This is compliance training for the public. This is the government getting to say, shut up and do what we tell you, whatever we tell you. You have no rights that we are not giving to you. That's what we saw during the pandemic. There's an addiction on the left to that kind of power. And they're not going to let us dismantle that apparatus readily. They're going to want to keep it in waiting for when they want to use it again. It is essential that we actually push now for the full scope of information, data, answers, and that there is tremendous backlash. I am calling for backlash against these idiot health authorities who were wrong. And now you're being told that they have lied to you. They have held data from you because they're worried people are going to misinterpret the data. You know, I think we can tell if they gave data on boosters of, you know, 18 to whatever it was, 49-year-olds or whatever the specific age group was, something like that. Yeah, it was 18. Good job, Buck, 18 to 49. If they gave a specific data on that that showed that you can't tell if people need boosters or not in that age group, yeah, we could figure that out, but they didn't want us to figure that out. Because they wanted us to just shut up and listen. And it's wrong. It's wrong what they've done. And th- this is the biggest government, the biggest botched government operation, government um, action in my lifetime. I mean, this is, uh, friends, this is worse what has gone on here than anything else that we have lived through in terms of our own government's tyranny, our own government's failures. This is the worst thing I've seen in my lifetime, the COVID response. Think of just all the misery and the despair, the lost years of life, the lost hours of sanity, all the people dying of drug overdoses, all the, they're just starting to talk about all the stage four cancers they're finding would have been stage one or stage two, but although they, they had to shut down a lot of health services early on, it was so terrifying with COVID. Now, now people have inoperable cancers. They're, they're, they're dying as because people were cowards. And the medical establishment is far too controlled by the federal government and the media. People didn't want to lose their licenses. It's we need we need a full you know, reconciliation hearing on this. I mean, we need to have a full coming together, a reckoning hearing, if you will, on what has been done in this country. And now Russia, Ukraine, just for a moment, I'll tell you what my thoughts are on this one. John Kirby, who's the Pentagon spokesman, saying the invasion could come today. Play clip one. I mean, we've been saying for a while now, uh, Willie, uh, it could happen any day. Uh, today could be that day. And what tells you that? Well, again, I think this uh, it's a combination of uh, the intelligence that we've been seeing. Quite frankly, it's also uh, right out there in plain sight, Willie. Just look at what uh, Richard was just reporting uh, from the eastern part of Ukraine. Look at what you can see on commercial satellite imagery. Uh, they continue to move these forces closer to the border, uncoiling, as Secretary Austin put it in Lithuania the other day. Uh, so we're seeing it across a range of different uh, different sources. 
Uh, I think we're I think we're going in. Uh, rather, Putin's going in. I think I think this is sorry. I don't mean the U.S. is going in, but I, I think Putin's uh, I think Putin's going to invade. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be a blitzkrieg or what I said on Fox earlier is a um, a I call it a dynamic incursion, which is kind of a fancy way of saying or pseudo fancy way of saying they're going to go in a little bit and then escalate and then turn it down, then turn it up and then just keep on squeezing and taking and squeezing and taking until they have full control of some more separatist territories. That's one option. The other option is they just go in. That's the Blitzkrieg one. They just go in with everything they've got and try to try and knock out punch as quickly as they can against the Ukrainian armed forces and government. I think that's what we're heading toward. I, I don't know which one it will be. Certainly feels more like the Blitzkrieg option at this moment in time, given the troop escalation on the border. But we'll continue, continue to follow this one very closely. Team from uh, West Palm Beach, great to have you with me. I'll be back tomorrow. Remember, Tomorrow's the radio show from Mar-a-Lago with former President Donald Trump. That'll be a lot of fun. Make sure you tune into that. Shields high.